Bear Essentials podcast gives older bears a place to gather for real talk regarding topics and issues that they can relate to. Here at The Bear Essentials, we aren't just having conversations. We are looking to provide actionable intelligence through real-life experience and expertise of our guests. Our mission is to build a strong community that elevates and motivates people to go beyond their limiting beliefs by helping them realize that getting older is not an excuse to hibernate on their goals, but a reason to work harder. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Charles Wallace. Today's guest is a coach, and he works with high-level performers, ranging from surgeons to tech mavens to serial entrepreneurs and much more. He helps them to expand and enhance their lives. Ultimately, he helps them to live the life they expected to live as a successful adult. So please, without further ado, let's welcome Keith Allen Johns to the show. But first, a word from our sponsor. The Bear Essentials Podcast is sponsored by Fire Beast Jerky. With flavors ranging from tropical flair to sweet reaper, Fire Beast has something for all jerky lovers. And with over 30 years of experience making small batch, big flavor jerky, Fire Beast is sure to deliver quality, affordable jerky directly to your doorstep anywhere in America. So head on over to firebeastjerky.com and be sure to use code BEAR10 at checkout and receive 10% off your order from Fire Beast, the heat that is sweet. Hey, Keith, how you doing, man? Thank you for joining. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Good. I'm I'm really excited for this conversation. It's good to good to get to talk, Charles. Yeah, I've uh, I've followed you a little bit now on LinkedIn. I see some of the stuff you got uh, going on, and I was excited also to uh, get you get you on here and have a conversation. I think uh, I think you're doing and what you're doing what you're doing is something that a lot of us uh, would would like to be doing. So I think this will be a great conversation. So how about you introduce yourself to the audience? Yeah, uh, my name is Keith Johns. I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, I am not everything I look like from the outside, right? I've had a heck of a ride. My life hasn't always been easy. And this entrepreneurship thing didn't come naturally to me. But about three years ago, I hired my first coach and I said, listen, I feel like there should be more to life. I feel like I should have more agency and some more time. Am I crazy? She's like, you're not crazy. You're going to have to go through a lot to get it, but let's see if you can do it. And so uh, just a couple of days ago, I celebrated two years out of corporate and I learned how to start my own coaching business, learned how to create transformations in people's lives. And my business has it's iterated over time. And, and now what I really like to do is help people start their own side hustle and try and build it up to exit. It's um, It's waking people up to what the opportunities are in the world. That's my job. So I love the sounds of that and I love what you're doing. So let me, let me step back though. Yeah. When, how long were you having that itch to kind of get out of corporate? Yeah. That's so funny. I was just talking to one of my clients yesterday. He's like, I don't know, Keith, I just got this itch. I'm like, brother, people who have the itch, they call it the itch. They know it's the itch. So um, I'm 11 years, 11 and a half years clean and sober. So I had to start my life over from nothing 11 and a half years ago um almost died walked out of the hospital with like five bucks in my pocket no job no place to live like nothing and realized i need a framework for life i need to figure out how to rebuild this thing so that it's sustainable uh, so i got the tools i need so i got therapy i went to aa i started 
getting back into the job market, you know, had to explain myself, right? Why is this on your background report? And I had to talk through that and got my first job. My first job in recovery, I was working at a uh, Catholic, small Catholic university. I was surrounded by nuns, which is a perfect place for someone in recovery, right? My mom thought it was hilarious. <laughs> and, and then I decided I wanted a little warmer climate to live in. And I moved uh, to Charlotte, North Carolina, got a job at a tech company, and started repeating what I had done before. I started climbing the ladder. Now, this time it'll be different, right? Because I'm a different person. I'm building a family. I love where I live. And then one day I got a very strong sense of just kind of being a fraud. Hmm. And I didn't, I didn't like that feeling. I didn't like the juxtaposition of being at a high level leadership, being a, a COO, um, being looked at by this whole company of people and while I gave a thousand percent my full effort, by I, I meant what I did and I gave everything I had, I still didn't feel like I was fully present. Mm. It wasn't lighting me up and they weren't getting all of me. And at the same time, I was driving an, an hour from the Charlotte suburbs all the way down to the South End. And back. So it was hour down, hour back, leaving at 5 a.m., getting back at 5 p.m. Mm. So I'm feeling a little bit like a fake at work. And then because I started my life a little later than a lot of people did, I had a son, right? So I'm, I'm 45 years old and there's a little one running back and forth, running back and forth. And I'm like, I'm going to miss that. And brother, I missed the first 35 years of my life because I was such a wreck. I'm not going to miss the next 35 and I'm not going to miss the years with him. And so I thought, well, shit, <laughs> what does that have to look like? What is, how do I opt out of what I've plugged into? Mm. and that's how it all started man I, I i you know i think there's a lot to your story obviously the the whole recovery aspect i think that just that that in itself shows a lot of people because you know you see it also on linkedin and stuff keith right yeah. there's a lot of people that are broken but you're a great example of you don't have to be there is hope you can do more and then I really like what you said about, you know, even though starting a little later in life, your your son, I really love the way you talk that through with little one running around and yeah. and thinking about not wanting to miss it. So I, I think the intentions you had there are, are perfect, right? You don't want to miss out on this next stage of your of your life. So yeah, knowing you don't want to miss out though. Yeah. I hear a lot of people, right? Some people will say, I just hell with it i'm going i'm going all in did you were you strategic yeah you it? how'd you do it i was and by the way let there be no doubt i am not a saint there was a little bit of rebel in me and there is some selfishness in there i wanted to be in charge of my time so yeah i wanted to serve others i wanted to be there for my family i also wanted to finally own my life mm. right but i had major responsibilities and i didn't know what i was doing so mm. I love my parents. My dad was a truck driver. My mom was a cleaning lady. I've got blue collar roots, right? Where they were not entrepreneurs. So it wasn't going to come naturally to me. At the same time, I had a very real set of financial commitments. I've got a mortgage. I've got a couple car payments. Um, my wife's disabled, so she doesn't work. So I'm the sole breadwinner. So I could not walk into my wife and say, guess what, honey? I just resigned from my executive position. I'm starting a business. I had to say, here's what's going to happen. I hope I'm going to spend the next six to seven months and you might not see a lot of me. Now it's going to be temporary. 
I'm going to be working in the cracks. I'm going to be working on my business from 5 a.m. to 8. I'm going to be doing my normal job from 8 to 4. And then I'll probably do a little bit more work on my business. And yeah, it means I'm going to be working 4 in the morning till 5 at night. Mm. But I'm going to see if I can start to make dollar one. Mm-hmm. Then can I make 5000 in a month? And then can I make 10000 in a month? And I said, if I come to you in six months and I've figured out how to make 10000 a month and I've got enough of a nugget saved, I think I'm going to quit my job. Mm. And I said, if I do this right, you shouldn't notice anything change at home other than I'm here and not there. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't sense tension around finances. You should no problems with bills. This should just go very smoothly. smoothly. And that was the vision I set with my coach. You build a plan. You work back from there. Scary thing happened. A month ahead of schedule, I'd hit my marks. Mm. I went to my coach and I said, I got good news and bad news. She's like, what's that? And I said, well, that checklist we made, the checklist of things that need to be true for me to quit, they're all true. Well, what are you going to do now? Mm. Oh my God, now I have to quit my job. (laughs) That's when it got real, right? That's when it got real. Well, good problem to have though, right? No doubt. No doubt. So, so did you quit at that point? So that happened, uh, two years ago over the holidays. Um, and after new year, I went to my CEO and I tendered my resignation. I put in, I put in a four week notice and I felt pretty good then, but between about January 3rd and the end of January, I noticed I was getting my last paycheck. Mm. I looked at my calendar and it was like, you know, your calendar says payday. And then two yeah. weeks later, it says payday and two weeks. And it's been that way your whole life. And then in February, there's no money coming in. I called my coach in the middle of January and I said, I am freaking out. Mm. And God love coaches and the roles they play. They know when to punch you in the nose and they know when to give you a hug. And Lauren Woodrick was my first coach and is an amazing person. She punched me in the nose. Mm. I was sitting here on this screen and I said, I am vomit comet, Lauren. I just want to throw up all day long. She shrugged her shoulders and got a little attitude and said, maybe you're not cut out for it. Mm. And she just sat there. And so now every emotion under the sun is tearing through my body. I'm pissed because mm. I want to be coddled. Why aren't you telling me it's going to be okay? Why aren't you reassuring me? Well, she was testing me, Mm. right? Are you rebellious enough? Are you determined enough? Are you pissed enough to stand up to me? And after about 60 seconds, I said, you know, bleep it. I'm in. And later she would go on to tell me that's one of the most difficult things in our relationship she's ever had to do. But she was doing it out of service. She needed to say, you're not going to be coddled. It's not going to be easy. This is how it is. The price you have to pay for success is doing stuff other people might not be comfortable doing, going through hard challenges that other people might not be willing to gut through. This is part of it. If she had coddled me, I might not have made it as far as I had, but she really, she, she galvanized me with that. And I tell you what, that first day, the first day I didn't report into work was magical. Mm. It was magical. That's fantastic. Um, I mean, it's, 
I mean, that's a tough thing. I'm as you're saying that I was trying to put myself in your yeah. position and how, cause I would, Keith, I swear I would be feeling the same way you are. I, yeah. I probably would be in my mind saying, mm, I might not do this. I might go back. I might go see if they want to keep me, you know, but I, I was trying to visualize how I would react it, but yeah. I'm, yeah. I mean, I think it says a lot about her, but also a lot about you that you reacted the way you did. So, all right. So now you don't report to work. Yeah. Now you're your own boss. You have your own business. So now let's ask this. Why does anybody want to hire Keith? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, that's a great question. You know, what a, the big breakthrough I had uh, when I was first talking to Lauren and um, she said, well, what brings you, because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wasn't happy. Do I just need a new job? In fact, I looked for a new job for a little bit. Is that going to be the answer? Said, well, what do you like doing? And I said, you know, I had an amazing mentor and he's the first person I ever experienced coaching with. And coaching is different than managing. It's different than mentoring. This guy stood up in front of this group of executives I was in and he asked really challenging questions and he never gave answers. And it made me uncomfortable and it made other people uncomfortable. And then we solved problems together. I'm like, what is that thing you're doing? His name was Bill Griswold. What? Why aren't you telling us what? To, you're the expert. Give me the answers. He's like, no, you got to find the answers on your own. How do I know? And he goes really good at asking questions. And so I, without knowing what I was doing, I took that back to my mm -hmm. office. When my direct reports started walking down the hall, I stopped giving them answers. Because, boy, that was stressful. When someone brings you a problem and you're like, I got it, and you put it in your backpack and you try and solve it for them. By the way, I had all my own problems and I'm taking on my direct reports problems. Mm -hmm. I started asking them questions and empowering them to go figure stuff out on their own. At first, a couple of them got really pissed. You're doing that coaching thing, aren't you? But then next week, they'd walk down the hall and they're glowing. What's up? I figured it out. Mm -hmm. and that felt good to me twofold one i helped them grow and be more independent two i stopped taking on their problems and trying to be their hero mm -hmm. and so i told lauren she said what brings you joy i said oh those growth moments when someone walks out of my office and they're more prepared to do their job and be a human like there's nothing like that she's like why don't you do that the whole time Okay, I'll try. And I think I benefited just from from uh, almost like ignorant stubbornness, like I don't know what I don't know, so I'm just going to go do what I'm told. And she told me what what I needed to do. And I think the a gift the universe gave me is the ability to listen and empathize and create space with another human being mm. in a way that most people, they're not willing to let themselves disappear so that another person can be heard. Um, and I think that's at the core of everything I, that I do. Um, my first program was leadership development for people in tech. And then that morphed into more of a transformational career coaching thing I did for a while. That's what helped me get out of corporate. But then I realized once I, I got out of corporate, it was really difficult for me to say, I'll be your career coach. Mm. Um, cause my heart wasn't in it. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, what I would, what I would rather do is help people explore entrepreneurship um, because I feel like I, I learned my lessons, a lot of them the hard way. You know, I came from essentially nothing. If I can do it, maybe you can do it too. 
but at the very least, what's going to happen to you? Because I don't think you can become an entrepreneur without significant internal transformation. So whether your side hustle takes off, whether you're able to exit corporate, you're going to learn things about yourself. You're going to grow. You're going to expand your knowledge and your skills in ways that are going to shock and amaze you. I had a client sign on for six months with me in a desire to start his side hustle. Four weeks in, he said, I've already got my money's worth. Hmm. He hadn't even started to work on his business yet because I always start with the inside work. Mm-hmm. Right. Because what's going on out here is a reflection of our mindsets, our beliefs, our thinking patterns is where it all begins. So no matter what, when you work with me, that's what happens. And, you know, if you kick ass, you might just be able, might just be able to exit corporate. I've had a couple of people leave their jobs and that's exciting. Not everyone makes it. It's not easy, right? It's not easy. A differentiator for me is I like you to start a business that aligns with your purpose. Mm. I want you to be really excited about what you do and who you serve. And that's different than just starting any old side hustle. Man, I, uh, as you were speaking, I, and you know, this may be good or bad for you, but I see a lot of similarities in, in you that I, I think we share a lot of similarities in in some aspects. Yeah. Um, and like I said, I don't know if that's good or bad for you, but it's, I see, (laughs) I, I see those similarities. Um, and it's funny as you were, as you were talking about that direct report thing, I, I kid you not, I was probably on a call not that long ago where yeah. I was talking about that. Of, and, and it's, and it's a very similar approach that I, I would take in my, in my corporate life. Um, so I really like what you said though, about the transformation has to start from the inside. I mean, I, I firmly believe that. I think everybody always worries so much about what's on the outside that they don't realize you got to, you got to have it radiate from the inside out. So, so as of now, for what you're doing, what you you left corporate, you have your, you're doing this now. So I want to give you this one. What, what's, what's the future? What's the future? I'm sure your goals are expanding, right? So what, what are they? They are, this is, I'm excited about this question because, um, I repeated year two and year one. I did the same things and I got the exact same results. And that's okay because I think I was still learning. So, mm-hmm. you know, revenues and sales between 200, 200 250,000 across the two years. Um, and I feel like in year three, I finally kind of understand what I'm doing and I'm, and I'm really ready to take it to the next level. And I was sitting here one day and I was thinking about what the common denominators are between all the people I've coached and that internal work, it has always been kind of the the warm, gooey center every time. And I thought about that and I thought, what if that were its own product? What might Mm -hmm. that look like? And I had a piece of paper next to me and I wrote something down. It popped out of my head. Like, you know, it came from wherever. And I wrote quantum life formula at the top. Mm -hmm. And I put down this little formula and I looked at it and I thought, Well, that's ridiculous. So you're taking spiritual mindset teaching and you're creating a formula out of it. That is totally paradoxical. That's nonsense. All right, whatever. And you know, you push push that napkin aside. (laughs) And then I showed it to someone and I talked to someone about it. And then they said, oh God, that's good. Mm. You're kidding me. Really? You think that whole, they're like, 
I know exactly what you mean by that formula and you should be teaching that. And then you socialize it with someone else and they're like, oh, that's good. And I'm like, did I just accidentally discover like the third phase of my business? Mm. Did what I do. I said, what the hell, right? Listen when the universe drops things, especially when people you respect say, why aren't you doing that? You go do it, whether you know what you're doing or not. So I took a couple a couple of weeks and just kind of closed myself off. And I said, okay, if I take this formula and break it up into a bunch of modules, how do I teach it? And I'm telling you, Charles, I was so in flow. I was so in flow that as I wrote this program, I read it later and I thought, who in the hell wrote this? Because it didn't feel like me. It's like it came from outside of me. And I think when we're doing work, that's our highest and truest calling. That's how it feels. It feels mm. like I didn't do that. The universe just used me as a vessel. And I got some help. I'm like, all right, I need four or five first clients. Um, I socialized it with some groups I'm in and landed a couple amazing people. And I was like, all right, y'all, you're the beta group. Mm. I am winging this. I'm telling you up front, we are going to build this together. And they absolutely loved it. They absolutely loved it. I said, cool, I'm going to test it again. I got a next group and did it so I could deliver it in a more refined way. By the way, still not marketing it. So just referrals and, and things like that. And I just launched the third cohort of that product. And so now I've delivered it three times. Mm. And I think for the first time, I have something that doesn't require a thousand percent of me. I think when you work with me as a solopreneur, I've got to get pretty deeply involved in you day to day. There's a lot of nuance. It's an 18 month, maybe two year journey. Mm -hmm. The quantum life formula, it, it starts to transform people like immediately. It really starts to change how you show up and how you experience life. It helps you shift your reality right off the bat. And so I'm playing around with how to get this into more people. Because the things I hear from my clients are things that the program doesn't promise. Keith, I'm a better parent because you've given me these skills. Work is going better. I've got people who are high level executives at major financial institutions. I have people who work in operating rooms. It's attracting all of these amazing um, accomplished professionals who are saying, I feel like I need better tools to enjoy my life fully. And it's impacting their families. It's really cool. And I feel like it's something that I can get to thousands and tens and hundreds of thousands of people. I think it's my thing. I think it's what's next. And so I'm trying to figure out how to grow that. And I've got a lot of people helping me, a lot of people behind the scenes. I, if anything's going to get me on Oprah Winfrey, I, I think it's going to be the quantum life formula. So we'll see. That's what's next. Man, that is awesome, Keith. And I, I wish you just just watching you speak about it, you were you were glowing. So I, I get where you're coming from with that. That that's fantastic. So all right, I like to end with this. The whole introspective of building from the inside out. Yeah. It's the one question that you tell somebody they need to ask themselves to start that introspective journey, I'll call it that transformation. Yeah, gosh, I I love the the moments of joy question. That's a good one. If you're looking to change your vocation, but what I think is the most powerful question is you tell somebody, 
that when you were a child, you couldn't wait to become an adult so you could make all your dreams come true. Because when you're a child, you think, once I'm an adult, I'll have the freedom and the decision-making power and the money to live life the way I wanted to. When are you actually going to make those dreams you had as a child come true for you as an adult? And it's today the day when you take that step. Because what happens is we get on the conveyor belt of life, we graduate college, we get a job, we get married, we have kids, and we hit 35 or 40 like I did, and we go, is this it? That is when you have an opportunity to take that next 20 or 30 years of your life and do it on your terms. Question is, do you see that that pattern in yourself, and are you ready to do something about it? I love that answer, man. Uh, that was very poignant to me. I love love the way you stated that, man. So, all right, Keith, how how can people get in touch with you if they want hey, to brother. use you for your services? Look me up on LinkedIn. Um, I am sort of notorious for not having a website yet. My entire business was built on LinkedIn. So uh, look me up at Keith Allen Johns, but there's a website that's coming. Finally, taking my lean business and adding some more marketing. But find me on LinkedIn, follow me, connect me, send me DM, I would love to talk to anybody who wants to share these ideas. And I will just give Keith a plug here. I I kind of discovered Keith on LinkedIn. I think we discovered each other and I've been I've been a better person for it. I really enjoy his content. So I I highly suggest if you're on LinkedIn, follow Keith. Uh you'll you'll get some definite benefits out of it. I know I have. So well, everyone, thank you very much. I hope uh, hope this benefits all you. And thank you for listening. Keith, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Charles. This My has pleasure. been The Bear Essentials. Thanks for listening. And remember, never hibernate on your goals. 